Libby Davidson is an associate product line manager for Under Armour. Libby has a bachelor's degree in both media and American studies from UVA with an upcoming master's in sports industry management from Georgetown University. I'm thrilled to have Libby on the show because of her unique role within the sports industry. Thank you for coming on the show and how are you doing? Hi, Ethan. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me and thanks for the introduction. Good to good to be chatting again. Yeah, it is. It's been a it's been a bit and I'm happy to have you back on the show. Yeah. So uh, I'd like to start from the beginning with you. And uh, when did you begin to understand that you would like to pursue this industry? Yeah, definitely. I was actually thinking about this this morning because I, I imagined you would ask. Um, I, I had the chance to listen to some of your other podcasts. And I know I just mentioned this to you off air, but um, you've got a really great thing going here. And it's it's so awesome that you made the jump to start this. Um, but yeah, back to um, how I got involved in the industry. I would just say... I have just been a lifelong fan of sports. It's been a big part of my life ever since I was young. Um, I've been running, skiing, playing tennis for as long as I could walk pretty much. Um, <laughs> so I feel like it was only natural that it was a, a part of my career trajectory. But I guess I didn't really realize it was what I wanted to do until I was um, entering my sophomore year of college. So I guess it was, yeah, the summer between sophomore and junior, excuse me, freshman and sophomore year when I went ahead and applied for an internship with the Charlottesville Tom Sox, a, a collegiate baseball league. And pretty much since then, I mean, you may have heard this before, but like once you start in the sports industry, it's almost impossible to leave it because of how much fun it is. And there's really no other industry like it. So I think basically after that, I, I was hooked. Right. And uh, you talked about your first couple experiences. Which one felt the most real to you um, and helped you more down the line? Wow, that's a great question. I mean, it's hard to say because like they all felt like they played such an important role. Um, I mean, getting my foot in the door with the Charlottesville Tom Sox was huge just because it I got to play so many different roles there. I was an media intern, but I got to, you know, I got to do different things such as game write-ups, call colored commentary, do social media play-by-plays, photography, like all kinds of different stuff. So I think that was important just because I got to try so many different things. Um, but gosh, yeah, I mean, my time with Voice and Sport was really important because I got the chance to interact with female athletes and really grow closer um, to so many cool inspirational people in the sport. Um, I enjoyed, you know, freelance filming just because it, it was something that was so different from everything else I had ever done. Um, but I would say probably my first major leap um, was when I got to grad school. I spent some time with Georgetown. Um, and then that that experience working from a team really helped propel me to working for the Washington Nationals. And that was my first, I would say, big time gig. Um, I was working as an events intern there for about six months um, before I transitioned over here at Under Armour. But yeah, that job with the Washington Nationals and in MLB was huge. I learned so much there. Um, got to do a lot of different stuff, um, all within the events industry. And it was something that was really important for my career trajectory and where I am today, for sure. Right. I get that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've heard in the past, no matter how big or small, um, how important is it yeah. to search for an opportunity to start somewhere? Oh, it's huge. I would say um, it's funny because my my younger sister right now is currently in the process of looking for uh, jobs within the sports industry. So I am it's I feel like I'm like starting starting over again and like talking through it with her right now. And um, 
I'm just kind of trying to emphasize, you know, like how important it is. And obviously she knows that you guys are, she's a a similar age to you. And um, you just kind of at that point where people start expecting to see those internships. Um, But more than anything, more than the expectations or anything, I just think it's, it's important to have just so that you have a better idea of what side of the industry you want to be in. I mean, I feel like I'm a good example of this because I've quite literally held six different roles in the sports industry. I've held various media roles, um, done a lot of different, had a lot of, held a lot of different journalism roles, um, events. Now I'm into product. I just feel like if I hadn't have had the different jobs I'd had, um, I wouldn't have landed where I am today, which is what I consider a dream job. Right. And, you know, Libby, when we first spoke, it was it was several months ago. Uh, mm-hmm. You were still with the Washington Nationals. Yeah. How was it working there as an events intern? Yeah, it was awesome. It was such a great experience. I had a great team to work with. Um, I learned a lot and it's definitely event. You probably heard events. They're very much so a grind. Um, long hours, um, working weekends, working nights, early mornings. Um, but I honestly think that that's kind of what makes a great event and what makes a great event like manager coordinator is really just kind of um, that working through that grind and getting all the experience that you can and working so many different types of events. And I think what's so cool about the Washington Nationals is because it's such a big venue and it has um, and since it was built so recently it was built to be able to host a lot of different stuff in addition to baseball so um, it is just like a, the perfect venue to host all kinds of different stuff so the, the events team there gets the opportunity to work on so many different things I mean recently they just held a a uh, the stadium links golf tournament so, so something is you know you could have a, a corporate meeting in just one of the conference rooms and then you could have something as big as stadium links which takes up the entire stadium or um enchant which is their winter festival that they have on going on right now which is basically a two month long um uh like i was what did i say they call it a winter festival where they have you know ice skating different private parties and all kinds of stuff going on at once like a christmas village um so yeah just such a such a wide range of stuff going on there right and uh when you're tra- when you transitioned over to Under Armour, uh, mm-hmm. why did you leave the Washington Nationals, and are you enjoying your new position? Oh yeah, I'm loving my new position. It's it's like I said, it's a dream job. Um, definitely, will get in more into what I'm doing there and everything. But in terms of like leaving and just the timing of it all, um, so I'm actually graduating my from my master's program this December. So I um, had no intentions of leaving, but I. I had to kind of just like keep my options open at the time when I knew I was about to graduate just because um, I wanted to be able to land a full-time job soon after I graduated. So I had basically been um, keeping an eye in, into different intern, I mean, into different full-time positions because I knew that, you know, I was coming up in the next few months where I was going to have to uh, land that full-time job um, following my time with the nationals and following my graduation all happening kind of in the December, January range. Um, but it just so happened that the one of the ones that I applied to um, was an immediate start date. And that was also something that I that I wasn't aware of when I had applied or anything, but it just kind of all happened that way, happened pretty quick. Um, and it was something that I certainly couldn't have turned down. I um, had realized I wanted to get into product and work for an apparel company 
my first semester of graduate school because, or no, excuse me, my second semester of graduate school because I took a marketing class that was primarily based around athletic apparel companies. And it kind of re, it brought me back full circle to my love for fashion and sports. And it's just kind of made me realize how much I wanted to put the two together. Um, I've always been a huge fan of fashion ever since I was young. I thought I was going to be a fashion designer when I was young. Um, so it was, it was or a clothing designer when I was young. So it was something that um, was very near and dear to my heart. And it was kind of the perfect instance where I could combine sports and apparel. And so it was just something that I had to apply to. And it ended up being pretty much an immediate start date. So that was pretty much why I left. And when I left, why it all kind of happened that way. Yeah, it's really cool that you uh you found somewhere in the middle between sports and fashion. Uh, yeah. I didn't even realize that that was a position that was available for you. So that's cool for everyone to learn about that's listening. Definitely. And uh, can you talk about the application process and, and how you prepared yourself for the interviews? Yeah, definitely. And and just going off that, yeah, it, it was important for me to learn that that jobs like this existed. And that was kind of what I had started to search for um, during that during that search process. And like I said, finding this one, it, it was it checked all the boxes. So it's pretty much perfect. Um, but yeah, the interview process was um, pretty standard. Um, as it was kind of similar to my interview process with the Washington Nationals, basically, um, I probably I think I had four interviews, uh, had a couple of phone calls prior to the interviews, just kind of trying to like get my foot in the door, chat with the different people. I spoke with my manager on, over the phone prior to being interviewed by by her, just kind of getting to know her a little bit better, getting to know the role, the company, everything. Um, and yeah, had a phone call with the HR manager and then basically had four separate interviews um, with different people in pro who had worked in product and had held various roles such as merchandising. Um, and then, of course, my two bosses um, here at the National, I mean, excuse me, here at Under Armour um, were two of the interviews that I had. Um, but the ways that I took to um, prepare for the interviews I mean, I feel like I did a lot. I was just, you know, trying to understand Under Armour as a whole better and just kind of its mission, its values, um, what the different employees there, like what were some different characteristics and traits that they really tried to push for. Because I mean, it's important to understand the different values that the company or the organization instills in its employees. So I just tried to get a better grasp on that. Um, and then, of course, really just trying to understand the work experience and everyone who was interviewing me and having a better idea of who I was talking to. Um, I think it's always important to just ask a lot of questions about who you're talking to. And even then, that's such a great learning moment um, just to kind of hear about their roles and their trajectory. Because, I mean, a lot of the people who had interviewed me had been at Under Armour for a very long time. So um, it was really interesting to just hear about how much the company supports their growth and how much of a role they played in their growth and just kind of pushing their own um, trajectory and trying to grow themselves and make themselves better throughout the company. But it's also just really special to hear that the company really supports that growth and really um, values employees who want to just keep moving up. Um, and also just employees who want to just keep getting better where they are. Right. And uh, when you were first hired, how did you handle the immediate changes to your life? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of it was a lot of changes because now I'm now commuting to Baltimore um, twice a week, and I work remote the other three days a week. And of course, I'm still in school, so um, 
still have my every other Monday, uh, two hour, 50 minute courses. And I'm still trying to balance um, getting through my capstone class. So it's it's been a lot, I have to say, just trying to learn the business, learn product and still trying to get through school. But everyone has been so supportive. I already have a lot of mentors here at Under Armour. People are so willing to help out me because everyone kind of understands that product isn't necessarily something that's taught in school unless you're going to um, like a specific program. This is Oregon. They have a, a product, a sports product program, um, but that's not necessarily the case for everyone. So um, everyone just kind of really supported the fact that this was all very new to me. And it's something that I'm, you know, I'm trying to learn as fast as possible. Just basically something my mentor at, um, at school, um, Keith Scully told me, he said that you just need to be a sponge those first couple of months, just listen, 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 learn as much as you can, take it all in. And that's something that I've really been trying to, um, really been trying to put, put forward with my work here. Um, but yeah, the transition has been, it's been great, been smooth, been learning fast. Um, already gone on a couple of trips with the, with the organization. So having a lot of fun, um, definitely, like I said, just being that sponge quick on my feet, doing everything I can to learn quickly. Yeah. Yeah. That does sound awesome. And uh, circling back to to what you spoke about school, I was going to ask at UVA or Georgetown, were there any clubs or classes that stood out to you that helped you get where you are today? Definitely. Um, Well, all, all, pretty much all of my internships had prior to like working in events had some portion of writing and journalism has always been a really big part of like, what got me to where I was. I mean, writing has always been something that I really love to do. Um, So I'd say I took a lot of classes such as like news writing, um, sports journalism, and then just various writing requirements that really helped me um, become a like better researcher, better writer, more well-spoken. So just those classes for sure. Um, And then what else? I mean, all of my media studies classes were so key to where I am today. I took a lot of classes in sports because UVA doesn't have a journalism program. So people who want to study journalism typically pursue this route and kind of take a a more journalism concentrated um, like track. Um, So yeah, those few classes, I would say news writing was probably the most pivotal in sports journalism with Anna Catherine Clay. but let's see, club wise. So I, I had a friend who was super, who was super pivotal in terms of kind of me choosing my major. And we worked together, various different roles. Um, and that was Dorian Martingale. And she pushed me to um, try this club called American Woman in Sports Media. And so we got a lot, we got to sit in on a lot of different panels and hear from a lot of really amazing women in the sports industry. And that was also something that just really, um, helped me understand what I wanted to do. Um, And then of course, being on the track and field and cross country team was huge in where I am today because the role that I have here at Under Armour is um, I'm working in the run department. I'm specifically working on uh, track and field uniforms. So that was something that has been huge for just my everyday work and also teaching me how to be you know have better time management working in a team how to be a great leader and things like that yeah I I didn't realize that you worked with uh your previous sport like that I'm sure that means you have some great input yeah yeah it's it's definitely very helpful um 
and it's just a lot of fun because it's it's my passion. It's it's what I love more than anything. I'm still a big runner. Um, just at the Philly Marathon last week, and it's you know such a big part of my life. And I I feel so grateful every day that I get to work in this industry, this side of the industry. Right. Yeah, that, that does sound really cool. And, uh, you know, one of the ways students are scared off of the sports industry yeah. is the work life balance. Yeah. And you are working very hard at multiple things <laughs> right now. So I got to ask, how do you manage your time? Yeah, time management is definitely a big thing, um, especially now with grad school. I just, I mean, basically really try to take advantage of my like Saturdays and my Sundays. Um, I find it really hard to come home from work at night and work on, um, any sort of schoolwork. So yeah, like really taking advantage of the weekends and taking advantage of early mornings. So sometimes I try to get to the Baltimore Under Armour campus um, a lot earlier than when I need to be here for work, just so I can spend a couple of hours um, just grinding out a couple pages of my paper, doing some research, whatever it may be. So just kind of finding those little gaps in my day whenever I can um, has been huge. Um, but yeah, the sports sports industry, definitely a lot of hours. I'm lucky here at Under Armour, we have a great work-life balance. They really value um, their employees, you know, their time off. They really value people take only working certain amounts of hours um, while also just like supporting us while we are working and while we are here. So um, I'd say once I'm done with school, it's definitely going to be much, much um, easier, better, better balance. But um as for now, just kind of working through it. Like I said, just kind of finding those gaps in my day um, to to work on school. Right. And uh, when you walk through that door, can you try mm -hmm. to give me a play by play what your average day at work is like for you? Yeah, um, my average day at work. Yeah. So usually I'll hit up like I'll try to get here super early. I'll leave my house at like five, five fifteen ish. And then um I'll go to the Under Armour gym because they have the coolest gym here. It's like where all the Under Armour hype videos are filmed. <laughs> um, so if I'm not coming in early to work on school, I'll I'll go ahead and hit the gym up and then uh, go straight to go straight to the office. Um, and then basically we have a lot of meetings when we're in person. We try to make our in-person days our more meeting heavy days. Um my days will include a lot of like touch bases, um, kind of like training sessions with my manager. So like last week, she was teaching me a lot about like color entry. Today, we're learning more about tech sheets. Um, and then my other manager, the director of RUN, um, Gabrielle Rodriguez, we will um, have a lot of like touch bases, kind of like creative sessions, like talking about like the direction we want our track and field uniforms to go in. Um, and yeah, then there'll be meetings with like designers. You'll have pods with your, you know, your designers, your tech designers, graphic designers, um, just kind of like checking in, brainstorming, making sure we're all like keeping an eye on the calendar. And um, yeah, just basically like a lot of touching base. And then we'll have um, different fit meetings. So like we have two fit models here at Under Armour where we get to see our products put on them. Um, so we'll basically, you know, order our samples and get to see them firsthand on um, on the fit models. And then there we'll meet with the designers, tech designers and make any small adjustments or large adjustments you need to make from there. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty, yeah, just being in person are like the really meeting heavy days. And then the days when I'm working from home are more so like working the behind the scenes, making sure everything's set. And, and I'm like keeping track of the calendar, um, working in our software to make sure everything's straight in our line plan, developing future line plans, because, you know, we're already working in 2024 in product. It's interesting. You have to be really ahead of, ahead of your game. I found it so interesting. Like, I feel like I look at my life so differently now because I'm working in 2024, um, <laughs> which is funny, but, um, but yeah, that's pretty much what, what a day in the life looks like. Cool. And uh, I, I want to ask, What's it like working half remote? Because for school, yeah. I love working from my desk from home. Yeah. So I, I would like to know how that's different in the work life. Yeah, I mean, it's super nice um, in terms of like the commute, because since I do have that like 50 minutes to an hour commute, sometimes longer if there's traffic, um, which I've been pretty lucky with. I, I feel like I haven't really hit bad traffic, except for maybe once or twice. Um it, it makes it huge because, you know, you're saving those two hours a day. So I can either, you know, get a couple, I get a couple extra hours of work in or get a couple extra hours of school in. But I will say I do, I do love my commute because it's kind of like my alone time. I get to listen into podcasts, maybe make a phone call if I need to. Um, but I kind of find it the best time for me to like keep up with the running industry and listen to all the podcasts that I love because a huge part of working in apparel is really knowing knowing your audience and learning more about the athletes. So I try to just like really learn a lot about the athletes and listening to their podcasts on the way on that commute. Um, but yeah, I mean, working from home is nice also in that, like, I feel like, you know, you can get a little bit extra sleep, still get a long workout in the mornings. Um, and then of course not having to pack your lunch and everything because <laughs> I love to meal prep, but it's nice when I don't have to. Um, so yeah, it, it is great having that, that option. Um, but I also like, I love my, my in-office days the best because I mean, it's so important to be able to be interacting with and talking with, and in terms of apparel, like the touch and feel aspect of it and being able to like, look at different materials, different textures, fabrics, whatever it may be on what you're doing on that day is really important. Right. And uh, throughout this entire episode, you've spoken extremely highly of Under Armour. Yeah. Um, when you started the position, was there anything that you didn't expect until you started working? Oh, anything I didn't expect. Um, Any fun surprises or, or positives that you didn't realize till you got there? I mean, this this organization has surprised me for so many different things. I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm jumping into a whole new side of the industry. So it was kind of the biggest leap of faith I've taken in my career path. Um, and honestly, I think the biggest surprise is just like them taking a chance on me, someone who didn't have a lot of product experience and, um, and just like getting the opportunity to work with people who are so skilled in this side of the industry and just the amount of knowledge, um, but I'd say just like I've really enjoyed and been surprised by how interactive everyone is, how much people, you know, get the chance to talk to each other. And like, for instance, I love like our material meetings where we get to sit in with the material team and they like pull all these different things for us to feel and look at. And um, I just I, I would just say like. Under Armour like really supports its employees and gives us every resource that we would need to be the best possible employees at our job they let us travel they let us you know like order any sort of resources we may need um and I just say like it's just amazing how supportive they are of their employees and probably the 
the best part of it is just my team. I love working with um, Gabby and Sierra and we just have such a great time working together. And then of course, like all of the run designers and graphic designers, tech designers, everyone who we're working with, materials team, whoever it may be, color team, everyone is just so pleasant, so hardworking. Um, so yeah, I would just say this company is full of surprises and they've all been positive. Right. And you know, before we finish the episode, I want to give you the floor to elaborate on your journey. Yeah. Uh, you spoke about how you had a little sister who's in a similar position to yeah. mine and, and probably yeah. whoever is listening to this. Yeah. So if you could take this last section to, to almost talk to her, you know, do yeah. you have any regrets along the way? Were there any skills that you credit for being impactful on your success? And is there anything you would like to say to any aspiring students looking to break into sports? Yeah, that's a great question. I like how you're saying, like addressing it to my sister. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would just say, um, don't be scared to, you know, apply for the internships in areas that you've never had any experience in before. That's what they're expecting with an intern. They expect for people to not have had worked in that industry. Um, and that's the point of an internship to like get your foot in the door and to try the new things. Um, but you do need to have those things to kind of back up and support your resume when you are applying for those things. So, you know, join the clubs, start the podcast, like this, what you're doing right here. Like I was thinking about this in my commute in this morning, like how big this is going to be when you're applying for internships and full-time jobs, because I mean, this is one of the most respectful things that you can do because so I can tell you, there's probably so many people in the industry who want to start a podcast or who want to start a blog or whatever it may be, but are too scared to do it because of the work or whatever it may be. So this immediately shows how willing you are to put in that extra work and take the extra step. So just things like this are just super admirable. Um, I would just say, you know, find your buddies in your major who you can support each other and help each other look for jobs. I had a lot of really great people. Like I was talking about Doria earlier, we pushed each other to find new jobs. We always would recommend each other for different internships for things we had done or things we were about to do. Um, and yeah, like I said, just try all the different things. You never know like where you might land. Like I, if for five years ago, when I started applying for things, if you had said like, you'd be working in product, I'm not sure I would have thought that was the case. And I, like I said, I can't imagine myself being anywhere besides where I am right now. So yeah, take the leap of faith, try the different things. Um, if you feel like you need a graduate school position, like you feel like your undergraduate degree didn't give you like the support that you needed in order to um, work in sports, like that is totally like, there's so many different different grad schools that have the ability to, uh, you can have the ability to work with full time. And a lot of companies are willing to support you and pay for you throughout that journey as well. So that's something that you could look into, like you could maybe apply for a role and say, I'm also, you know, looking to, to do this graduate position. Obviously I did it a little bit differently. I, I got the graduate position and the internships, and then I applied for the full-time role, but I don't think that there's any necessarily wrong way to do it. And I also don't think you need a graduate position, I think it definitely helps. And it was a big part of why I think I'm here at Under Armour today. Um, I would say in that and in combination with um, just my internship history. And then of course, my track and field experience is what got me to this point. Um, but it definitely doesn't hurt. And also just find those mentors, lean on people, like what you're doing, like reaching out to people and like having the conversations. And I would say the, the biggest piece of advice that I've gotten was um, 
like, yes, reach out to people. Yes, make those connections, but don't let go of them. So like once you, my professors always like to say, like, once you have someone, you have someone like you need to just like keep leaning on them and developing those deeper connections. And it's less important to make those like one-off connections and more important to make those ones where like people really become a mentor and a long lifelong role model or whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, so develop those connections, but also just like really hold on to those ones, those deeper connections for sure. Right. And uh, thank you for the compliments. And, you know, thank you for coming on the show. This one was fantastic. Yeah, this has been so fun. Always a pleasure talking with you and really excited for everything you have going on. And I'm excited to keep listening to your podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much, Libby. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Awesome. So I appreciate everyone for listening. And thank you for, uh, for talking on the show, Libby. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Have a good one. You too.